0: Hey everyone, welcome to Bible and Breakfast. I'm excited to be joined today with our guest, Larry Taylor. Uh, Larry is the athletic director at uh, St. Charles Borromeo School uh, down near Port Charlotte, Florida. Um, Larry was a former player of mine at Bob Jones University. Um, He went on to have a successful career at at Bob Jones and then later at Southeastern down here in Florida playing for for Coach Barsh, RJ Barsh, who's a, a good friend of ours as well. Um, he's been on the podcast before, but really excited to have Larry here. He's got so much perspective um, about the game of basketball, about faith, about life, and and seeing him grow through the years and seeing him just develop into um, an awesome coach himself and a a great leader. Uh, really excited to have you here, Larry.
1: Oh, great to be here. Glad to see you, coach.
0: So I just want to start out, um, you know, I know your faith is really important to you and you talk about your faith a lot every day. Um, but maybe just share a little bit with our audience about how you came to know Jesus, what what role sports played in that, and just fill us in on, on kind of your journey.
1: Oh, I mean, um, for me, uh, faith in basketball has pretty much been the the rhythm of life. And uh, it's opened up a lot of doors for me and, and brought a lot of blessings and it's taught a lot of lessons. And uh, I mean, I was, I was born in the church. I was born up in ministry. Um, my dad was a pastor. Uh, youth pastor, head pastor at one time. And um, for me, one of the things that was so cool about just like uh, seeing how sports and faith could mix, uh, I see that I saw that at a young age. Um, And for me, the example was not just, you know, a a church pulpit, but was a a basketball court. And to see that, like all the amazing things that could happen on a court was just another example of Christ for me in a lot of ways. But I came to know Christ at the age of 12. Um, that was my true profession of faith is when I, when I uh, you know, turned my life to him and uh, got baptized and those things. But um, for me, the journey, a part of what all this has kind of meant when it comes to basketball and faith is just learning um, more and more uh, that like have the bigger picture of what God has for us as we kind of continue to move on in life. And I think that like one of the things that I'm starting to see um, as I kind of continue to grow older um, it's just, like, you, you continue to learn in almost everything that you do. And, and like, there's so many parts of, uh, of us that are just, like, still growing. And I, I, I continue to wake up every day hoping that um, my walk with Christ not only grows, but, like, continues to seek um, others to help. And so it's, it's like, with basketball, um, it's just been, a, it's been an incredible um, ride in life to see what God has done with it. And what uh, uh, God has brought, you know, all the, the blessings and, and amazing people like yourself. There's so many people that I've met in life um, t- through 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 basketball because God has led them to me. And uh, people like you, and, uh, Coach Barsh, um, you know, even Coach Miller, uh, th- those guys, those, those types of people in my life. Uh, I think of, you know, you guys daily on things that you've said to me or things that you've taught me uh, not, not having to do anything with basketball. So you know that my my journey is just a a really good picture of God putting really good people in my life and uh, giving me uh, really good um, advice and shoulders to lean on. So it's 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 a beautiful uh, story, and I I I thank God every day for it.
0: Yeah, I know you you know myself being in the coaching world and seeing you grow and seeing you even share stories about what you've seen from different players, different coaches. But it's so easy, I think that basketball can really use us you know we we can get so focused on on what it brings us and what it can do for us and the trophies the wins the losses and it it really starts to to carry itself as an identity in our lives and an idol in our lives and i know for me you know as a coach you know, you have to focus on that stuff, but at the same time, like you got to be careful that it doesn't become who you are as a person and and what your identity is And it. You know, I've seen you, obviously we'll, we'll talk about vertical vision a little bit later, but with, with your ministry and your heart, you know, I've seen you go from, you know, maybe seeing basketball as something that was a little too important in your life, but then kind of flipping that on its head and making sure that, you know, you started to use basketball as a tool, um, to work with others and to impact others, can you just talk a little bit about that identity crisis that a lot of kids face and a lot of coaches face nowadays, um, where sports just become too important and they have the wrong perspective?
1: Yeah, I mean it's a, a real. It gives you a lot of peace when you get to a place of understanding that, like the real, true reason of it all. Like you just like get you get you kind of like have a weight lifted off your shoulder. Like so, for me growing up, I'm like uh, I just remember Division One basketball being my dream it just like was my thing. It's what I wanted to do. It's what I wanted to accomplish. You know, it was what, it was what my eyes were set for. It's where my vision was. Right. And so every single day I woke up, I mean, my work ethic showed what that, like what it meant to me and what it was, you know, what I wanted to achieve. And, um, it was, uh, being able to achieve that dream. I think not only do I know it was God, but the, understanding of like getting to a point of really you know high success with basketball and still knowing that there's a hole to be filled um, it didn't matter right so like uh, it didn't matter if I you know achieved some of the things even in high school you know dropping 27 back to back in the city of Palms you know like things that are like really really big moments for me there was still a hole that needed to be filled right so it's like I remember even um, yourself sitting me down when I was playing for you. And like, you know, just kind of like making sure my eye, like my vision was on the, the right things. And I'm like listening to the right things um, and, and on a daily basis. Like that was just like that. And, and to this day, that meant a lot to me. And so I think that like when I got to a moment and to a place of success with basketball, like, you know, it's the things of this world, right? Um, you get you, you, you see, you know, hopefully that foundation that was set for you with your faith, you get to a place and you see like, man, like I really do need Jesus. Like, I think sometimes as Christians, we can like actually get to a place in life where it's like, it's actually a true wake up call. Like, like if you've been raised in the faith your whole life, or if you've been um, in church your whole life, sometimes you don't really know what it means to need Jesus. Like, you don't really know what that means in in a life sense or what that like really means to like, where you like really have to call on Jesus. And sometimes like you had to get into some really like real life things to understand what that means for you. And, uh, for me, um, in college, I remember just like after my freshman year, uh, we went to the NCAA tournament. I was playing at Liberty university. Um, we had a lot of success. Um, you know, you get that ring, all those cool things that are like attached to it all. But when it came down to the core of who I was, um, it was still empty. Like I was still like, you know, I needed something else. What was that? Like, how, how could basketball not be it? You know what I mean? How could that not be the thing? And so, um, as I kind of kept like trans, you know, uh, kind of just kept growing and kept going down that process. Um, I started to see like, Ooh, like this basketball thing is like, uh, is a not only a skill, it's a tool. And so it's, it's something that can like inspire people, um, that are already inspired by me. Like I, I started to see like a lot of things in my community too. Like I would go back in the summers and I would get working and I would try to get workouts and like, you know, get prepared for the next year. And there was, there started to be a thing where I started to have like, um, certain high school players come and work out with me. Um, I remember I'd send you clips of like my workouts, but with certain dudes and stuff like that. But I, I came back in the summers and I, I noticed like, man, like these workouts really matter to these guys. Like you know, just getting in the gym and like, just like uh, interacting with each other because of a, a passion that we both have, like this matters to these guys. And so I started to see like uh, how much of a, how much that mattered. And so now I'm going, you know, my junior and senior year, you know, college basketball, there was like, you know, some thoughts in my mind of like what, you know, maybe pro ball, like trying to, you know, look at something or trying to get a tryout, stuff like that. Um, but then you, you just get to a place. I remember getting to my uh, senior year and I remember like thinking to myself, like, what, like, what, do, God, what do you want me to do with the, the, the not only the gifts that you've given me, but with like, you know, the skill, like of uh, just the skill of basketball. What do you want me to do with that for you? And uh, that's when I kind of came up with um, vertical vision and kind of God kind of laid out my heart and the name. Of just like knowing like what it means to keep your eyes on what's real like real the real deal of it all like through it all and you know for me I can speak on a lot of things I've gone through this past year um if I didn't if like personally if I hadn't kept my eyes on you know the reason for like why I do what I do I'm, I wouldn't have gotten it I wouldn't have been able to grow through it and so um you know, I, I getting to a place when it came to basketball, of understanding that, like, man, I could do I, with all the success that God did bless me with with it. It, did, it wouldn't have mattered if the application wasn't like, you know, if I didn't do what I you know, God had called me to do these last past three or four years. It would none of that would have mattered. Like, it just wouldn't have. And, and now to see kind of like what God's doing with different things, with vertical vision and what we have done, like going to places like China to, to run camps um which is like still bizarre to me and i just i get uh i get kind of like teared up about it when i think about it because um all the connections that were made in a city called guangzhou with these random people that i had never thought i would meet but they you know the 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 term vertical vision has now been in like their heads and they still like want to conversate with me through wechat and things like that about just like how they're doing in life and it's like those types of realities are so god you know what i mean so it's just I'm, I'm, uh, I don't kind of random, but it's like, I just, I, I, I just sometimes it's, it's, uh, it's really refreshing for me to even talk about it because there was so much, uh, so much that was kept up in me those years where like basketball had to be it, and then when that just like was that lifted off, it was just like a whole new way of life and a new vision. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think that's one of the, you know. Uh, a friend of mine, Wayne Simeon, he shared when they won the NBA championship. He said the, the first thing that everyone started saying was like, "Hey, are we going to repeat next year?" Like they had just won, they had just accomplished pretty much the highest pinnacle of anything, and yet nobody could just cherish that moment. It was, "What are you going to do next year? How are we going to repeat? Do it again?" And there's a Bible verse I want I want to say it's like First Peter five seven where it talks about you know the flowers of the field. Uh, will perish, but the word of God remains forever. And just like having that perspective that like, you know, the trophies, the accolades, the wins, the losses, like they're all going to fade away. You know, what you do with the game is going to fade away, but, but you know, how you use that to impact people for Christ and for his kingdom is powerful. And that's what I think has been. So it's made me so proud of you, seeing you do what you're doing with vertical vision and, and what you're doing at the school, just being able to, pour into these kids and influence their lives for the betterment because you and I both know the ball culture. There's very few people who are pouring the right things into these kids. And, and sadly, most of the time it's, it's negative things and it's what, what can you get me or, you know, the, you know, certain hip hop culture that people gravitate towards. And it's just, it can be sad sometimes. And I'm proud of seeing you guys like you uh, take that to the next level. Um, And you mentioned something too, while you were talking about, you know, when you were working out, you were doing workouts with these guys, and you guys just did it because you loved the game. Like you wanted to make it to the next level, you wanted to be as good as you could be. And I know, I think you—what year did you graduate? 2011, 12, sure. 2012. And you know, obviously there were cell phones back then, but I'm not sure Instagram was around. I don't, you know, Twitter was still pretty young, um, but I don't remember guys posting videos, reels, and, and nonstop on Instagram. And I think that's really. You know, it's, I don't want to say it's hurt, hurt our kids these days and, and hurt the culture, but it's different. And, you know, I, I know coaching college basketball, you know, guys are more excited after the game to see you know, what did that guy film of me on the floor? Like, did he get my dunk? Did he get my assist? Did he get my celebration on the bench? Did he get a picture of my, my shoes? Did he get whatever? And that's what the main focus is. It's not how well did I play? How good of a teammate was I? How did I impact this game? Um, and I know you're around kids every day with vertical vision and at the school. Can you just share a little bit about how you've seen that impact culture and how that's maybe uh, changed, you know, how we see the game of basketball right now?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's almost like with with where we're at as a society with technology and different social media apps and platforms. It's almost like, you know, it's inevitable what was going to happen with it all in a sense of just like where it was going to go with people constantly posting things of what they're doing and then what was going to happen with, you know, you know, I remember being on YouTube and wanting to look up the mixtapes, you know, ball is life, like those old, the old style stuff. And then like, now what it's turned into is like, you know, all you gotta do is just hop on an app. And if there's not a highlight on your stream, that you're like surprised, you know what I mean? So, um, I think that what it's, what we're kind of living in is a very like uh, dramatized, like dramatized, Form of everything, and it's like if a uh, if you if you go to a, a game right now, like a high school basketball game, and you just watch it, and then you and you know what I'm saying like and you just watch it, and then you go like on your phone later on an hour later, and you go look at the edit of it. You would think you were in a totally different like reality. You know what I'm saying? It just it, and, and for me, like you were saying, like when we were going, you know, to these workouts, or you know, even when I was playing basketball in high school. I wasn't even, like, thinking in my head, oh, I, like, well, I wonder what my edit's going to look like after the game. You know what I mean? Like, it was just me. Like, if anything, I was thinking about, like, how I was going to go get better after the game. Like, how, how am I going to get improved for the next game? You know what I mean? Like, those were the thoughts that were in my head. And so, like, when I compare the two right now, um, you know, I, I constantly have to, like, you know, if I'm, ta- if I'm talking to a kid about or a player that we're training or, like, you know, I'm working with helping them understand, like, what you, the, the, the posts and the, the pictures, the videos, the things, those, like, I'm not even saying like, those are wrong. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that like the concept of like posting a picture of what you do and what you love and, and how you do it is wrong. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's a, there is something wrong with the principle of you thinking that that needs to overtake your work ethic or that needs to overtake, um, you know, how you're applying yourself to whatever it is you say is your passion. And so like, for me, like if I was in the gym, And I was working that was for me what I needed to like what I needed for myself and that's what I needed for myself and it came to like understanding like okay I'm getting better at what I love and I just I I I see today that like young people are starting to confuse improvement in their games with like being on these things and watching it rather than doing it and it's like I uh you know one of the things that we worked on a lot with uh some of our 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 athletic teams at St. Charles um, you know, we would have kids sometimes ask us things like, you know, you know, are we going to get, are we going to get like, uh, pictures for like after games? Are we going to get like, uh, are we, they are going to let us know what our, our stats were and things like that. And so one of the, even like, like trying, trying to help, uh, our young athletes at St. Charles understand that, like, uh, not just like what it means to be, you know, have a team concept of things, but like what it means to like really be a part of something that's not about just you. Like, it's, it's, it's like. We're very, like, our culture right now is very, like, me, me, me. Like, we tell our kids, like, it's okay. Like, you know, everything's fine. Like, be you. Like, you know, make sure you're comfortable, happy all the time. And, like, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And this is why sports is so important for young people in general. But it's a big deal that, like, young people are uncomfortable at times when it comes to, like, having to be a part of something. Like, that's, like, that's a part of, like, growth is like, you know, not liking what you're doing at moments. That's like, that's the part of the, how that's how it goes. And so what we're kind of creating, I think in a sense is just like a very coddled, like uh, and it's why like a lot of high school coaches have changed why they coach or how they coach. Like if you look at like the way that some coaches have to, you know, interact with their players now, I think that like a lot of discipline has gone down in the sense of how dudes play. Like, I mean, for me, what I've seen on the court very rarely and I mean, some people might knock me for saying this, but very rarely do I see dudes playing hard the whole game, like hard, hard. You know what I mean? Like,
0: mm-hmm. like you know,
1: I I remember I used to go to high school games, and I used to watch dudes play really hard. Like when I was uh, like, you know, in middle school, or I when I was in like, you know, even younger, I would go watch high school games. And, you know, dudes I looked up to, and guys played hard. Like that's like, it was just a thing. And now with the game, and I know a lot of it can, you know, we can stem it up to like how finesse the game has gotten much more skill related. And I get that, but at the same time there is, I, I wish I hope to see like a, maybe a little bit of an uptick when it comes to people's like tenacity on the floor and like, they're just their aggression and how they just their uh, their approach to how they play. And so I think like with the, with the, the social media aspects and the things that just are coming with that, um, I don't know if we'll ever like if there, if there will ever be a reversal of that stuff. I don't think that that's I think that's that's kind of like it's just going to continue to be a thing. But I hope that with all of these, you know, all of these uh, opportunities with, with what can be done with technology, I hope that the the young the young uh, generation of Hoopers just start to like really embrace what it, to what it means to be a student of the game. Like I just I want like I want young hoopers to like really like love what they do when it comes to basketball and want to really know about it like really know like how to play the the game well, and I, you can post all you want like I don't care about that but like if it comes down to like the real stuff and that coming back to a good place when it comes to like how dudes approach it that's where that's when it's like a healthy kind of healthy relationship with the two but when it comes to that down to like. You know, going to like these travel ball games and just seeing dudes like just pull from everywhere and not real like really have a a fluid game. That's where I'm like, man, like we're hurting young people. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. And I mean, even just being a a college coach and you know in the recruiting process, you get all these highlight videos and you got to be really careful because there's a lot of red flags in them. And a kid can look really good in a highlight video, but like you said you know, does it translate to the game? Does it translate to being a good teammate? Does it translate to what you're doing in the locker room, what you're doing off the floor, away from practice? And a lot of times, you know, you can be fooled to, code to see the athleticism of a kid or him hitting shots from deep, but does it really say that he's a good basketball player? Like you said, does he have high IQ? And I think that is really important for kids to understand that it is, it's more than just looking good. Like you may feel good that you're getting a bunch of likes and clicks on on social media, but you know, if you don't have that confidence that you've earned in the gym, you know, that sweat equity, as we like to call it, you know, you're not going to get very far in life or in basketball. So that's, that's really great perspective. And I, I hope the, the young people listening to this uh, episode understand that, Um, you know, obviously you mentioned earlier, you started your basketball career at Liberty Division one. You made an NCAA tournament, won a conference championship, which not much has changed at Liberty since then. They still win. Uh, that conference championship like every year, but you did that. But like you said, it didn't fulfill you. There was a hole, there was a void. You transferred uh, to Bob Jones and then you also transferred again to Southeastern. You you were a two-time transfer, which, you know, for you, I think was a great move. I think it worked out for you beautifully and it does for several people. But there's also the other side of the the coin that, you know, sometimes kids go for the wrong reason and, you know, it might be lack of playing time or they just don't, like you said, want to go through the hard stuff. Um, that they face on a daily basis. But can you just talk a little bit about, you know, the nature of the transfer portal nowadays, these kids who are just trying to find the right fit, the right place, um, but give a little bit of advice on what to look for and maybe what worked for you, what you would do differently and how to approach that.
1: Oh man, I would say do your best to find a place you can be loyal to. Like I, I would, I mean, like I, you know, to this day, when I look back on my college career, I love it. And I love everything that God did with it. I love the coaches I had, but when you can find, if you find a place that really cares about you and is willing to invest in you and is like, and you, and you find it like it's a good fit and you're able to be loyal to them for four years, you should try your best to do that. Um, I, that's my, my, my humble opinion on that. But when it comes to uh, transferring, unfortunately what I'm seeing like a lot with the hoop culture right now is like a lot of dudes like transferring, they love the attention of it too. And it's like, I don't, you know, every time, you know, God led me to a transfer, it was, it was truly like a, it was a, a real, real reason. And I hope that we're not creating a reality with this transfer portal. That's like kind of just kind of uh weakening, like the wholesomeness of the game. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't want, I don't want the, the, the college game to turn into something where like, you never know, you never really know who's going to be where, you know? And I don't think that's like, the point of the college game to a, a sense especially when it comes to the amount of transferring we're seeing but if you like when, when we do transfer it's 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 uh you know I was blessed to have coaches that cared man. I, I I, could speak on this like a hundred times but like if, you know for examples you coach Barsh um you know it, and that doesn't always like work out like that and I understand that and I think that um having coaches that I knew like I met with, I think I, I would hope that like young people wouldn't like just transfer without truly meeting the coaches that they're going to like go play for that. that I, and I wonder sometimes like how that works, but like, and how much like do just quickly just hop on a train, just go, you know what I mean? But it's like, I, I was you know lucky enough to have like, you know, sit down conversations with, with coaches and like really see like how the, what, what the kind of connection was going to be made. And so, um, it's 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 vital to the experience of it all like i mean i i i would hope that you know i look back on my college experience and i love the experience of it i love like every program i was a part of you know i mean i i was i was happy with it you know and it's like um i think that like we can you know at times young hoopers today can be very uh it can be very we can be very picky and and very quick to not be um you know like okay, like uh, appreciative of what the opportunity is. And I, and I just, I hope that like young people that do choose to transfer, I mean, we could even talk about the fact that like the transfer portal has been a wake up call for hoopers that were on the border of making college basketball. Like that, that was like, take, it's taken away a ton of opportunity for a lot of young hoopers that were on that border of making a college hoops team. I mean, I know like, you know, there's five or six dudes locally in my area that were like, you know, on that cusp of making a college hoops team, and then COVID hit, boom. And then like this whole transfer thing, has kind of just like kind of shifted things in a different way. And I, um, but I, I hope that we get back to a, a more like consistent, like feel with that. But my, my advice is and, and when it comes to transferring though, the just things to look for, hopefully for, for first of all, like the player coach relationship is like huge. I, you know, I don't know, like, you know, I know different levels of college basketball have different dynamics with that, but in any situation, that's the the biggest part for me. Um, And then also like truly understanding like what the vision of the program is like, does it fit with like your vision? Does it fit with like how you, uh, how you approach things? How, what does it fit your work ethic? Um, Does it fit like, you know, how you want to approach the game of basketball? Like there's a lot of times like, dudes hop into situations and they don't realize like uh the way that their coach coaches or the way that they approach the game of basketball, really doesn't fit the, the type of person they are. And, and like that, that that's all because of just like kind of being quick with a decision possibly. But I think that um those things are the key parts, you know, when you transfer, like the, the this is going to be cliche, but the grass is not always greener on the other side. Like that's, that's a true, that's a true, uh you know, connection that you can make with almost anything, but it's like, you know, it's real. Like a lot of times, we have to understand, like it is what we make of it in a lot of in a lot of ways. So, um, yeah, that's my advice on that. It's it's it, but the transfer portal right now is just wild. I can't even imagine what that's like for like uh, for like hoopers right now, like young hoopers that are just trying to get an opportunity. It's like that's crazy.
0: <laughs> it is wild. It's just getting crazier and crazier every day. And it's you know, in recruiting, there's a recruiting calendar. In the transfer portal, it's twenty four seven. It just never stops, never sleeps. So, uh, great advice, Larry. Uh, before we before I let you go, you know I know for me as a coach, I had some great coaches growing up in in high school and college, and I had men who poured into me. They led me, you know, not just through basketball and taught me how to play, how to coach, but how to do life. And I was just wondering, is there anything that you've learned from coaches in your past that you know every day, you know, as an AD or as you work with athletes on the basketball floor, is there something that kind of resonates where you're like, man, I'm so glad that I learned this lesson because it. It, it sticks with me, and it's something that I can share with with my players and and my athletes.
1: Man, um, I man, I I to this day, as I, I continue to kind of grow, grow, um, and I, uh, I'm, I I'll bring this this uh this up just because it's connected to it. But this past January, my high school coach passed away, um, and I I had understood the um the magnitude and the, the the impact of what coaches do for their their players. But when that happened for me, um that one was a, a real like uh, just a reality shifter in a sense of understanding like really like how powerful um all this is. And um I, I uh I to this day I um as I continue to kind of live day by day and God blesses me with uh years I, I I'm I'm very appreciative of the fact that like people like you, uh Coach Miller Coach Ring, Coach Barsh, Coach Lee, uh, Coach Allen—all these types of dudes like were willing to sacrifice, you know, you know, prime years of their life to help me be ready to to live my prime years of life and to know what it means to like uh, be a man and to be uh, solid in your faith, but to know how to like stand for what you believe in and knowing how to like live in a society where it's like unpopular to be that way and. Um, to every, every single day that I'm an athletic director, um, I interact every day with, like, a lot of different kids. And I, I see more and more of how, like, impactful um, just me being me is to them. And that's, like, that's a powerful thing because, like, it, we, we can get so lost in life of, like, thinking, like, oh, like, God, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want me to do? Oh, I got to figure out what God wants me to do in life. It's, like, sometimes, like, wherever you're at, just be great like and just show God's love and just do what you're doing to the best of your ability and like just watch like the blessings that come from it like every single I there's so many people in my life that I know that worry all the time and they, they, they get so stressed out and it's like man and they would just like just be patient in what God wants to do day by day it's like such a uh, it's such a peaceful way of life and I um one of the things that I just want to be thankful for and I'll say it again is just people like you And uh, the coaches that God put in my life, because it's like, uh, if I didn't have that and if I didn't have those uh, lessons to refer to on a daily basis, it would, uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at today and God wouldn't and God wouldn't have been able to do what he's done through vertical vision.
0: Well, man, that's that's awesome. And I just want you to know I'm really proud of you. Um, I love seeing guys like you just go out and do big things in the world. And i so glad that I was able to to coach you and get to know you and and you in, impact my life every day as well. I um, love seeing the, the man you're becoming and the coach you're becoming. So thanks for taking time to to share some of those thoughts with us today. And uh, hopefully uh, everyone listening will will gather some wisdom from this one. Thanks, Larry.
1: No problem. Good to be here.